Welcome to Inching Towards Awesome, the podcast for transforming your life one tiny step at a time. I'm Melinda Fulmer. And I'm Alex Pham. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is about everyone's favorite subject, at least when we we're kids, play. It's something many of us can't seem to hold on to when we're adults. Uh, so we're going to talk about how and when we lose our sense of play and how that affects us as adults and how we get it back. And in the second half of our podcast, we'll talk about how we did in our lie diaries. How often Ooh. did we lie? Bum, what? Bum, bum. what did we lie about? <laughs> uh oh. And could we stop ourselves from lying? Tune uh -oh. in to find out in our second half of our podcast. Play. So play has a direct link to our, our happiness and well-being, um, which when you get to be my age or Alex's age. <laughs> Speak um, for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Listen, girly, uh, <laughs> research shows anyway, I'm not speaking personally that our, <laughs> our happiness tends to dip. It's kind of a U-shaped curve with the, with the absolute rock bottom being in your late 40s, early 50s. So I'm not saying that's our personal experience, not at all. And, and we're here to try and, and head that off. We're, so we're you're, you're saying we're at the bottom of that little <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> uh, we we should be, we could be, but uh, we're we're gonna try not to get there. So all right, you know, but you know, and I was curious about why we, you, you know, why are so many middle aged people unhappy? Is it just that, you know, the pressure at work, having our or unruly kids or, you know, pressure, you know, of caregiving. What What is it that makes middle age life so unfun? You know, um, why, why do we lose that sense of play? Is it we've just forgotten how to play? Ooh, good question. Uh, you know, and I was reading a little bit about this and um, play researcher, um, said that play is never encouraged. It starts when we're in school, we're prioritized learning, then we prioritize work and we're told all these things have value. And play is just this little thing we do to let off steam. It doesn't have any value in our life. But, you know, I think we're learning more and more uh, as time goes by that it does mean a lot in terms of our overall happiness and fulfillment and some of us get to a point we don't even know what play is anymore so alex do you know what play is <laughs> well i was prepared for this question it was so oh, good <laughs> i had a feeling this question was going to happen so i did a little homework and i i went to our, our trusty dictionary <laughs> and the Dictionary definition of play is that um, any activity that we engage in for enjoyment and recreation as opposed to a serious or practical purpose. So that's that's just the dictionary definition. And then there's the psychological definition. And there here there are three characteristics that psychologists attribute to play. The first is that play is um, 
part of the motivation. So it's it's the the mental attitude you bring to play, not the activity itself. Hmm. The second is that play isn't sort of an all or nothing thing. You're either playing or not playing. It's it can be blended. And as we get older, we can bring a playful attitude or a playful spirit to our activities, and that counts too. And the hmm. third, um, the third component is sort of a, a set of five characteristics of play. First is that it's it's self chosen and self. We choose to engage in play, so that's one thing. And the second thing is that the play is uh, where the means are more valued than the end. So let's contrast that to when you were a college student and you're goal oriented. Speaking of when they beat all the play out of us in college. It's something to amuse ourselves, yeah. not to, with a purpose, a serious purpose. Right. And in, in college, your goal is to study and get that A. But in play, you know, the motivations are reversed. The play is conducted for its own sake. And, you know, you have goals, but the goals are sort of experiences as an intrinsic part of the game. Um, and the, So you don't have to be good at play. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just the act of playing itself. Um, the third component is that play has structure or rules, you know, games have rules that we make up. Um, the fourth is that it's imaginative, it's non-literal, and it's mentally removed uh, from, you know, our quote unquote serious or real life. And finally, that play, um, involves an alert, but non-stressed frame of mind. So <laughs> it's not like play, damn it, play. Oh, I'm so stressed <laughs> out. I have to play. Um, so that those that's that's the definition of play, for better or for worse. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it. I think a lot of it is just finding the things that you know we have found fun, um, and just being lighthearted and giving things a chance. I mean, um, but what, what value is this to our, to our life? I mean, I know it certainly helps people at Google and other places have a very creative mindset, come up with creative solutions. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, you know, I would imagine we get something out of it socially too, right? I think so. As we interact with other people, we develop, um, a sense of, what fair play is, and we learn to negotiate um, with other people as part of the right. game. Um, we learn how to compromise, give and take, and right. um, and as we collaborate. I mean, I think collaboration is just one of those those twenty first century skills that is going to be highly valued. Um, but I mean, more primitive than that, I think animals learn how to play together and it's 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 actually kind of seriously working out some issues among the animal kingdom <laughs> uh, so i'm sure that's why people kickbox too <laughs> <laughs> there are some fun. serious issues uh but that's and a, that's what <laughs> that's what we're doing with this podcast that's we're working out some issues <laughs> in real time in front of everybody the whole world that's right that's right it's an, it's all an exercise in in play and working out our issues yeah yeah so not to uh not to squeeze all the joy out of the word play <laughs> right, um right. we don't want to be too academic about it so um what what are some of the things that you think 
we could do to bring more happiness and play and joy to our introduce that into our daily lives? Well, I think there's a few things. Some of them just take a few minutes and some of them involve kind of getting into digging into some some hobbies and some memories for starting out by visualizing some happy moments from your childhood, you know, just closing your eyes and thinking about what you were doing when you were happy. Think at a couple of ages along the way in your childhood, what were you doing when you remember a moment of joy? Were you playing with water guns with your brother? Were you dancing with your teenage friends or, you know, playing catch, you know, and just trying to find a way to do something similar today, whether it's if you'd like to dance, then taking a hip hop class now, if you liked playing with water guns, maybe doing laser tag with your kid, something, you know, just trying to think about what you remember sparking joy when you were a kid. So, um, now, what did you, what do you, do any of those, like, can you right off the bat say, oh my God, I have it. <laughs> no, but I do I, remember a really funny moment with my brother. We were, um, we, we were arguing over how to divide up the ice cream and my brother got really mad at me. So he started throwing spoonfuls of ice cream at me. <laughs> so, so we ended up having an ice cream fight around the house. <laughs> Nice. And nice. ice cream like got that. all over the walls and the you know, I would close the door just before a, a, like a missile of ice cream hit me and it would splat against the door. I remember that. That was fun. I don't know if he thought that it was sounds fun. fun. No, I, I I can totally see that. I don't know how you apply that today unless you start to organize uh, you know, kind of social food fight gatherings or you know well, there's always paintball. <laughs> <laughs> or paintball, that's probably more practical. Um, so, you know, that's that's something. I mean, learning something new is something that many uh, play researchers point to, not something that will make you more marketable, um, but something you you do just because it kind of tickles your fancy, whether it's like, you know, learning how to play an instrument that mm -hmm. you've always been interested in, or just in a smaller way, checking out little instructional videos for drawing or dancing on YouTube, mm -hmm. starting your own blog, you know, a podcast, just, oh. <laughs> or podcast, or <laughs> I don't know, making a souffle, crocheting Star Wars characters, whatever seems like an interesting thing for you to do yeah. um, yep. is, is a good idea. Yeah. But, and you know, but I think the most fun you have is with other people, right? I mean, these I... drawing, painting, they're all solitary pursuits. Yeah. Um, I just, but... yeah, I think I just remember some of my fondest memories is just good old fashioned board games. Right. Yes. Well, that's that's what I would say is that, you know, host a game night. My some of my best memories for us as a couple have been having friends over for barbecue and beer and board games. You know, you really get to see another side of people over apples to apples or 
Cards Against Humanity or Pit. <laughs> I mean, you just really see what these people are really like. It's a lot of fun. And playing kids' games, too, with other adults, whether it's bowling or, you know, table hockey, ping pong. Those are all good things, too. Anything that gets you out, whether it's a softball league or a book club or anything, just getting you out, even if it's not something you're, that you're so passionate about, it's getting you out and it starts to give you an idea of what you might like. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Joining a club is can be really fun as well. Um you know, if you played softball in college or baseball in college, you can join a softball league or just like a or basketball, pick up basketball if that's what you're into. Sure. Um, or hiking. I, I know a number of my friends um, have been talking about hiking and doing these REI mm-hmm. outings. Um, just kind of, you know, maybe my speed right now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but just the act of getting out there, meeting other people and doing something that's not high pressure. I think that's that's uh, that can be that could count as fun, too. I think so, too. I think the thing is just not, tr- you know, not caring about being good at it. I think that's the, <laughs> the main thing. Can I celebrate is- being very, very, very bad at it? <laughs> Oh, sure. I love, I love bad dancing. I, I really do. Like I have, uh, I have this, this, uh, dance guy that I follow on YouTube that <laughs> is like a comedian and he does these three sec, three minute clips, uh, where he teaches you a dance and then he's kind of making fun of the whole thing. And then I'll catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I'll just be like, oh, this is so wrong, (laughs) so wrong. But I'm smiling, it's funny and he's funny. And then I'm back, sometimes I'll do it in the middle of the day when I'm in a bad mood and it, I know you can't do this in your office. So (laughs) unless you work from home like I do, but you could do it after work and it it might uh, break up your bad mood. And it's a little, tiny island of play and fun that's great Uh, so i love that you know i love that that's really great so um all right what are we going to do about this i mean how are we going to fix our lives melinda (laughs) (laughs) our pathetic Hmm. little lives (laughs) well you know alex and i have a lot of responsibilities and we won't bore you with the details of all of our kid and work responsibilities, but we're both trying to find, we're talking about how we're trying to find a way to, to bring back a little more fun into our lives. And so we were talking about doing something that we used to enjoy as a kid, something completely novel that we wouldn't do otherwise. And so I think that is going to be our task for this week, right? Okay. Alex? All right. All right. Do so, you know what you're going to do? I do. Oh, what is it? I do. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, I, I, <sighs> I don't, oh, I don't know if I should give it up, but yes, I, okay. Tell me. I have always loved roller skating. <gasps> I'm not great at it. <laughs> Haven't done it. <laughs> two or three times since I was in middle school when I did it all the time. What? And, but I'm going to try it again. Oh, 
That's I'm, great. My kids love to skate, and they're actually good at it. Wow. And so I am going to do it, but I'm going to do it just for me. It's all, right. all about me. All right. So I'm not. Do the kids get try to come to along some... while you're having fun? Do they get to come along? Yeah, as long as they don't ask me to like <laughs> fetch them drinks or like you know take care of them in any way. As long as which my 13 year old will want to stay as far away from me as possible so he can look cool. So so I think <laughs> that that's, won't be a problem. <laughs> that won't be a problem at all. And what are you going to do, Alex? Since I've let the cat out of the bag, what are you going to do? So I've been meaning to try this for a while, um, since ever since I heard about it. And uh, we live here in lovely Southern California, um, which means we're very close to the beach. And I found out recently that we have a few professional sandcastle builders in town who offer Ooh. sandcastle building lessons. So we're going to, I'm going to go out and try one of those and see what we can come up with. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of it. This may be a whole second career. <laughs> Alex is going to dump the podcast thing, and then she's going to become a professional sandcastle builder. A sculptor. So. I'm sorry. I'm a, oh, sorry. Sand sculptor. <laughs> sorry. Don't want to take away from the art there. That's the right. art and craft. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, we're going to conquer this. Um, okay. So that's the challenge. That's the challenge. Are you up for it? Okay. I'm up for it. And then we'll report back and we'll say how it felt and what, you know, what we what we got out of this. If it's something that we do again or just what it brings up for us. So Sounds anyway, good. that's next week. Sounds good. Welcome to the second half of our podcast in which we talk about the lie diaries. So last time around, we had challenged each other to keep track of all of our lies over a 24-hour period. And then, um, we, <laughs> and then we also <laughs> challenged ourselves to return to one of those people that we lied to and then tell them the truth and see what happens. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so that is the challenge. Melinda, you, you're up first. How'd you do? What did you uh -oh. lie about? Okay. Um, well, you know, I didn't lie as much as I thought, <laughs> which is funny. I, because of my short attention span, I tracked for a hat, two half days and then worked on it for the not lying consciously uh, for two days. And what I came up with was I, I'm just a, a professional exaggerator. That's, <laughs> that's, that's about it. It's like, I was having trouble sleeping one night and really, I I'm, did not get any sleep. It was hot. My mind was racing. And so I, uh, got up the next morning and I told first thing told my husband, Oh, I only got like two or three hours of sleep and I feel horrible. And, you know, I mean, it was an exaggeration. I probably got four hours sleep, maybe four and a half, but it, it felt like two or three. And, 
And uh, it was true at some <laughs> level. <laughs> <laughs> it felt that way to me. And so I, I told him that. And, and then you got him to do breakfast and take the kids to school and then pick him up and then do everything. Now, see, you hit on why I did it. I did it because I needed a break, right? <laughs> sure. But I didn't ask for a break. I just said, I only got two hours sleep because I just wanted him to go, oh, honey, like most wives do. Oh, honey. Oh, I feel for you and your lack of sleep. Let me jump in and spring into action and do everything, which we know is a fantasy. It's never going to happen. Aww. And so, um, so anyway, so, so why I didn't do, even I do, bother. I don't know. So I think the, the, the lesson is there, you know, just say, hey, I didn't get much sleep. Help me out here. Just be authentic and ask for what you want. And I also found out that I lied to my kids to get them. (gasps) But for a constructive reason, (laughs) I wanted them to read for a longer period. So they kept asking me, is the time over? Is the time over? And I was like, oh, you've got 10 more minutes. And it like had ended 10 minutes ago. And, you know, but that was further education. So I write that one off that way. Um, but yeah, and but it was funny, because the next day after the no sleep thing, I said, I'm not gonna lie today. And then I had coffee with some girlfriends. And we were talking about that one night. And we all seemed to agree, hey, nobody got good sleep that night. And I, I said it again, I only got like two or three hours sleep. So I I repeated the lie again to, oh. you know, kind of chime in on this topic when mm. we were all to fit in with all the other moms and their lack of sleep. And <laughs> so apparently I just can't stop myself from <laughs> exaggerating. Um, and, uh, you know, yep. it's... It's, but it's not too bad. I really, it, I guess the lesson was there's nothing too bad there. Oh, and one other time I did lie to my husband mm-hmm. when we had a, some kids over and there was a play date going on and my son and one of the other boys were saying, let's have a sleepover. And I was like, oh, no, no, <laughs> I really wanted some adult downtime and and drew my husband said i'm okay with it and i said i've got it i've got a headache i can't do it it was funny i've got a headache it was it was not for sex it was just for a sleepover like so that's a good thing right it's just to get out of a sleepover and not the sex. So anyway, so and but here's the funny part. And I was telling Alex this earlier. The uh, when the part of the deal was we had to tell one of the people we lied to that we lied. And mm. so, you know, the next day I told my husband, I said, I said, you know what, honey, when I said I had a headache yesterday when they were asking to have a sleepover, I lied. And he had to think about it a minute. And he goes. Oh, oh, he said, oh, I knew you were lying. Oh, oh, 
I totally knew it. It saw so straight through you. <laughs> he, yeah, he totally factors in a certain amount of lying into our day. So there you go. And that is the no secret. No harm done. And that is the secret to a long and happy marriage. <laughs> it is. It is. He overlooks that in me. Now, how about you, Alex? How did you oh. um, do with your lying? I'm sorry. My lies were definitely not as entertaining i really have to up my game <laughs> my lives are you so lie more creatively or something i know i know i know <laughs> um well uh the let's see the lie i i lied to my husband as well he had gotten me a necklace um which i admit i admired online a couple of years ago and he got it for me for our anniversary and i um Aww. yes and so I, um, it, uh, uh, it wasn't quite what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> so I put it on and I said, oh, honey, it's, it's lovely. I, yes, I, I love it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. And then it's, 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 it's really great. And then of course, you know, it wasn't that as good, as great as I thought it would be. Anyways, I, t I, I came back and I told him, I said, honey, I'm sorry, that necklace, it's, you know, I really didn't love it. And he said, yeah, figured. <laughs> See, they know. They do. They, know. they totally know. And they forgive it us It must have anyway. been the look on your face. It must have been the look on your face, Alex. You must have had this look on your face like you smelled something bad <laughs> while you're saying, it's great. I guess it's a good thing that I don't lie so well. I'm such a bad liar. <laughs> yes, we, we appreciate that. So was that the only lie that you told? No, it wasn't. I told a couple of other lies. I, you know, I told um, a uh, a friend uh, who asked me an uh, opinion about these t-shirts that she was getting. And I told her, yeah, that's a nice shirt. Sure. That's great. <laughs> and I really didn't like it. I had serious reservations about it, but I told her that, uh, well, sure. Why not? Um, I guess it's the go along to get along kind of lie, yes, you know, that's yes. sort of, oh, yeah, it's kind of similar to your commiserating with your pals about not having much sleep. You know, we're, yes. you know, we're, we're, it's social grease, you know, it's the white lies yes. that we tell the keep the, 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 the social gears moving. Um, mm -hmm. So that was another lie. And then I told, we're having some, we were having some work done at the house and um, one of the subcontractors came along and, mm -hmm. um, and I was, I was actually by myself and so Dan wasn't here. So I told them, oh yeah, come on in. Um, you know, the, the project manager is going to be, you know, here any minute, but you can go ahead and start work. So, whereas I had no idea when the project manager was going to come. I just didn't want the guy to slack off or, you know. You're like, just get it done, fella. Get in. Get in here and start working. Yes, yes start working because the boss is going to come around and check your work. <laughs> so you better be doing a good job. Because uh, uh, I yeah. certainly wouldn't know what you were doing. Um Anyways, so that was that was a lie. And I guess I guess we're it's it's a, a manipulative lie. Um, we yeah. uh, it was a lie to get people to do something. Um, and 
Um, I, I, I said, I'm guilty of that. I'm definitely guilty of... I'm definitely guilty of that, too. As you can see by my trying to manipulate my husband into <laughs> doing things in the morning or, you know, doing <laughs> other things, taking pity on me. It works, so, it works better on kids. <laughs> yeah, it really does. My They're husband so isn't so easily manipulated, <laughs> which, is, which really sucks. But, you know, I mean... Oh, well, you take the good with the bad. And, yes. you know, I respect him for it in the end. So anyway, um, yeah. well, yeah. so do you think just to to bring this to a close, do you think this changes anything about your your lying? Are you more conscious of what you know what you're telling other people? Do you think you will change anything about this? Well, and how you approach things. Yeah, I I, I do think that um, just by virtue of this exercise, I was more cognizant of how much or how little I told uh, untruths or half truths. And mm. it's just a nice exercise of being conscious of what you're doing and choosing to do it or to not do it. And oftentimes if you pause to think, that if you don't do it, life is just so much simpler than if you do. And sure. that very, just that very check that you make, just that, that simple little thought, should I do it or should I not do it? And, uh, you know, just thinking through the consequences of lying and then, you know, having to keep up with the lie and stress out about it and all that. that uh, sure. I mean, almost nine and a half times out of 10, it's just easier to tell the truth. If you could think of, you know, uh, a, um, a compassionate and, uh, a compassionate way to say it. Um, right. Right. I mean, I, I think that it also makes you kind of a stronger person to be able to, to, you know, say no without lying to just say, you know, I politely decline or not today. And you don't have to give a reason or lie to justify that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think it, 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 there, as you pointed out in our last podcast, you can say other nice things about <laughs> someone without having to lie about it. Um, if somebody's hair was, <laughs> you didn't quite like it, you could just say, you know, I like that you're taking chances. I don't know. I don't know how that would go, but uh, yeah. But I don't know. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to be more honest and just ask for what I want and decline things I don't want. Right. Uh, more often without having to make up some excuse, because I, I really think like my husband, most people kind of spot that a mile away. That's true. Um, that is another so, reason not to lie. It's like, because we're so bad at it. <laughs> yes, I'm so bad at it. And soon they're not going to trust me yes. if I'm always like, my voice is wavering. And I'm like, well, I have that, a headache. There's and, a bead um, of sweat coming down your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got, my dog ate my homework. Yeah, I've got to, I've either got to get better at it or just, you know, abandon a lot of it altogether. Maybe that I'll hold on to the haircut lie mm. um, just to spare people's feelings. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that one's that one's fair. But um, yeah, but especially anyway. if they ask you directly, how do you like my new haircut? 
Um, and I okay. had that happen to me. I had that happen to me pretty recently. Someone oh. changed their hair color very radically. And it was not day glow in a cool rainbow color kind of way, but in a <laughs> shockingly yellowish orange kind of way. And oh, my. And and they were so excited about it. I just couldn't. I couldn't bring them down. Oh. I said, it gives you a whole new look. It's just, it's very youthful. <laughs> but I didn't say whether I liked it. And I don't know if they were convinced, but I said, <laughs> you know, I, it's, it's a toughie. You know, you just want to make them feel good because in the end of the day, you, you think about how you would want to feel. Yeah. And you'd want to feel good about it. And then maybe follow up a week later, say, hey, there's this really good color toning shampoo I've got, but you don't want to do those at the same time or they'll instantly pick up. Yeah. 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 On. So anyway, long story short, I think it's, uh, I think it's good to look at why we, yeah, why we lie. Yep. And the, the reasons why we lie and uh, just to stop ourselves and ask, is that really necessary or is there another better way of saying it? And and if we yeah. if we can stay consistent with what we actually feel, then I think we feel better about ourselves. Like you said, more authentic. It's it's just easier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, authentic. I think is the is the key. You want to try to remain authentic, so people will trust you. Um, so anyway, right? That's lying. And all right. So now let's talk about yeah. next week's topic. <laughs> Drumroll, please. Yes. A middle-aged lady's favorite subject. <gasps> sleep. <laughs> it's Why not... are we so excited about sleep? Because we don't get enough of it. <laughs> Whereas in our 20s, it would be sex. <laughs> Why we don't get enough of it. In our 40s, hey. it's sleep. <laughs> in our 40s, I mean, I think they're both equally important. It's just... Uh... <laughs> Before, you know, sleep wasn't even on the radar. Now it at least it's way on the radar. It's up there with it. It with is. Sex, so, yes. So we will be talking <laughs> about how to hack your sleep, how to get better sleep, how to feel more rested each morning so you can kind of charge through your day a little bit more productively and in oh, a better mood. I love it. I love it. So, um, and that's the end of our podcast. As always, we'd love to hear from you, our, our listeners. What situations do you find yourself not being totally truthful? And if you also, if you have any topics you'd like for us to address in a future podcast, please drop us a line on Twitter with inching to the number two awesome. And on Facebook and Instagram, we are inching towards awesome, inching towards with an S awesome. Um, tell us about how you've added more fun in your life and any good lie stories you might have. All right. And until next time, go small or go home. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs>